Welcome to this episode of the Nerd Brand Podcast. We're going to introduce our guest we have today, Tyler, and uh, make sure I say this right, Tyler Salier. Is that yes. correct? Yes. He, he, or, he is with XOI based in Nashville. And the reason why I took that very slowly years ago, there was a company I worked with. It was an IT. It was XIO. So my oh, brain's like getting like, I read that and it, it wants to read it the wrong way. I can't explain it. Uh, but my my mind goes to like ion like chemistry <laughs> i think is that that's a chemistry term and i was like what where why <laughs> does sound more scientific yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah but they are a b2b SaaS company dedicated to making uh faster better quality customer engagement for those in field-based work uh i will break down even further because i watched uh some videos and listened to some podcasts with the ceo uh, I, it's an app that if you're in the HVAC industry, and I guess you have to take a picture of the units, there's always a plate that's there or something that, you know, is in that field service work. You know, you're going to find some sort of manufacturing plate. Your system will take a picture of that and kind of do what uh, I guess some apps do with business cards where we in sales will take a picture of the business card and it just kind of picks up all the pieces and then magic happens after that. So it makes things a lot easier. Um, is that is that fair to say, or is that like dumbing it down way too far? <laughs> that is a great, yeah, and fair thing to say. Um, for sure, like XOI is a really cool tool that's changing a lot uh, in the industry and really kind of revolutionizing uh, the customer experience, right? Um, from you know people in in a residential home all the way up to you know large commercial uh, companies that are operating buildings or hospitals or airports, right? Um, it's pretty wild that when you order pizza from Domino's, you know, you get like an entire like update every two seconds and what's going on, you know, to expect. But when you spend thousands and thousands or millions of dollars, right, you just get a kind of we're done. Um, so our tool has really been able to just document work better um, you know, that that's definitely a big component of it so that the education value that all these you know, men and women that fix and install and, and, you know, do all these things that that help kind of make our lives easier with HVAC or plumbing or mechanical, electrical work. Right. Lots of things we take for granted. Um, they're doing that every day. And so on the job, we're, we're trying to provide them better tools um, to get the job done. There's just a huge disparity in skilled workers. Um, so our, our app also helps, you know, with knowledge sharing um, and giving them resources that they normally don't have. And we also have mentors, too, that, are, uh, you know, kind of help them out in the field. So as their workforce ages, right, like they can still have a place at the company. And, you know, our tool provides remote access and diagnostics and, and ways for them to kind of troubleshoot as well. So. It's a very intuitive app. It's very simple, but there are lots of things um, and use cases and value props, you know, that can be applied. And so that's a big, long spiel. So, you know, that's me being my B2B SaaS brain now. But yeah, a good a good example. Thanks for that. And, and yeah, uh, we well, do. it kind of lends into explaining more about your role in the company and mm-hmm. marketing, if you want to elaborate any on that. Yeah, for sure. Um, just for a little bit of background, you know, growing up in the the agency world, you know, done freelance um, over the years as well, and then kind of found a home in the last 
almost seven years now um, here in Nashville for uh, B2B software. Uh, so I've worked in the healthcare landscape for a little while, healthcare compliance, and then moved into this world um, with uh, the application of XOI. And so, yeah, software is, is a wild uh, world to be in, very fast-paced, very competitive. Um, but, you know, I've, I've really enjoyed kind of having a role both in content and strategy. Um, and now moving into uh, partner and channel marketing. So it's pretty fun. I get to, you know, work on my team, but also collaborate with lots of other technology partners, integrated partners um, in the space of field service. Um, so we want to have a campfire moment about um, some stories where you've been exposed to agility in the agency world. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I think just when it comes to agility, you know, the, you know, the best marketers who can organize, adapt, and, you know, create quickly are the ones that are going to be the most successful. And I'm sure in the agency space and kind of B2B, you know, in-house world, um, we've all had projects or assignments or, you know, clients that just demand things quickly <laughs> or you have to change on the fly, all those sorts of things. Um, and so, the, you know, the teams that are, you know, have a good process in place already or, you know, have just those communication skills to get the job done or are going to, you know, j- just perform better or, or, or have a good output of work. Um, you know, in, in my career, uh, I hate to, to bring up, you know, well, I'll say with healthcare, you know, I hate to bring up the C word again, but during COVID, um, it was just a really wild time, right? Uh, trying to sell software to the healthcare industry. Um, and so something that was applied in our world um, of healthcare compliance as sort of the healthcare emergency was going on, um, you know, throughout various states and nationally and the world, right? Um, you know, our, our software, we were able to provide a landing page that quickly referenced all of the um, sort of credentialing and, and new um, uh, rules around who could provide care. Um, and that time, you know, as you guys know, like hospitals were slammed. So it was pretty wild. Like you had to balance being empathetic and trying to engage and also, you know, promote services all at the same time. So we were able to, you know, try and create value, built a page where uh, all these, you know, hospital HR and compliance officers who'd go for reference to see, you know, what what was applied to their state, whether it's, you know, the nursing board or even medical students that were able to provide care at that time. So that was one project that was pretty wild. Um, you know, as we mentioned, like enterprise clients always have last minute requests, changes um, or things that they want you to work on um, or, you know, just about a year ago, you all, you get a call that says, Hey, we need to make a video and you need to fly to New York and, and stay there for a night and, and get this for a conference we're attending. So had that come up too. And I think just, you know, being willing to respond um, to each request, but thoughtfully kind of plan it out, scope it out um, so that you have, you know, an effective uh, concept and output is just, you know, really important and, and something that, you know, I'm getting better at and, and strive to to be more agile um, where I work and, and with colleagues as well. A lot of this, I know people are going to hear 
I know what people are going to hear. They're going to hear marketing, 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 marketing. <laughs> yeah. <But> stop. <laughs> you mean marketers like to talk about, yeah, we just like to talk about ourselves. Is that what you're implying? <laughs> and we think everyone gets it and everything we do. <laughs> there's a great. In all the acronyms. Yeah. Yeah. There's, well, speaking with, there's a great comedian that um, he uses PowerPoints and he's a nerd. So he uses Venn diagrams and things like that in his act. And so he's got this giant screen. I think maybe he was on American America's Got Talent maybe once doing a, doing his bit. But recently he was like talking about how we have acronym overload syndrome or something like that. And so I went through a resume that just had everything in it. Nothing. No, there were just no words at all. It was just loaded with that. And then it says um, seeking a job as CFO, CEO, COO. E-I-E-I-O. And he's like, I want to be the guy that introduces himself as E-I-E-I-O. <laughs> could I, whenever he added the part, could I buy a vowel, whatever he started yeah. his whole tangent? I was like, I say that all the time whenever we're referring to, <laughs> to acronyms. I'm like, can I buy a vowel? <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, well, I think we know all know that change is constant. So um, can you kind of address like, how that could affect budget and staffing if you have limited resources or. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, just adapting to both internal external change, like you said, is, is a constant is something that every marketing team faces, right. Um, whether it's from the board or, you know, from your team or clients. Right. Um, and so the budget could be adjusted uh, the next day or, um, you know, or you could, this never happens, but you, you know, get to, to bump up your budget and that's always fun. Um, but the expectations with that can also be pretty demanding, right? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, as we've seen, it's been a tough time for, for tech companies and, and marketers too, with staffing and just a lot of uncertainty going on too. Um, so, you know, I think every team now is doing more with less, finding ways to still be creative. Um, to have the output level, you know, that's required now to be a successful brand, um, you know, both online and, and how you are sort of the day to day, like just, you know, dealing, helping with leads, that sales process, uh, nurture process, all those things. So, you know, having a team, I think that's really bought in together, um, you know, has that mind share of, of you know, your brand and, and what you want to accomplish together is just really integral to yeah. you know, be successful. Yeah. I, uh, one of the things is, uh, that was on the list here was like speed to market. And, um, I kind of want to hone in on the opportunities come fast because this seems to be a reoccurring thing that I'm not able to get business owners to understand and to their detriment to their revenue. It's money that they cannot add or see or qual quantify, you know, because it's not on the books and they haven't sold it and it's not there, which should terrify them actually, because <laughs> it's out there and it's there to grab, but because you didn't act, um, someone else now has it and you really won't find out sometimes until much later and realize how big of a mistake that was not to act quickly. Um, so having a game plan process, take advantage of that. Can you go into that? Like the, the, you talked about earlier how you're forging with sponsorships and, you know, collaborations and exclusive content, you know, content. How does that all, you know, help um, make that needle move a little faster? 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, having a framework in place, I think is important just for almost the pre-planning um, and to, to know what's expected, you know, from each team member. And if you're the leader of that project to, you know, ha- have something to build off of um, and using you know, the skills that you have and delegating and sort of facilitating the ones you don't. All right. Um, that's just kind of vital to leading a good campaign, um, you know, building uh, or, or I guess just promoting a new product, you know, this goes on and on. Uh, but so yeah. Saying, like, uh, so you're saying that the marketing director shouldn't be in Canva? <laughs> <laughs> Canva, I thought we all use Adobe Pro and we're all experts. And, <laughs> <you know. laughs> What's Canva? <laughs> yeah, no, Canva is, is great. Um, if they're a sponsor of URLs, then yeah, go get Canva. <laughs> Go get, yeah, so yes, Canva, if you want to ever sponsor the podcast, you're welcome to Premium do version. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but but no, I've just, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I've just I definitely, you know, you guys have been in marketing for a long time. And I think just the speed now in which you have to put out content, um, you know, just elaborate on uh, your brand is just so fast now. Right. And we've even seen, you know, kind of that balance of long form content change drastically. So it's no longer kind of the download culture, um, but, you know, something that you guys have jumped on, which is podcasts and creating video and then taking snippets for that to kind of build your micro content strategy um, and utilize, you know, all the channels that, you know, your community is involved in. So, yeah, we've just seen teams that are able to to hone that and do it really well, uh, just stand out, like you said, and, and provide uh, value much faster and, and get that in front of uh, the right people at the right time. Yeah, I actually was out uh, last night and um, podcasting came up and uh, it was like, you know, when you when you talk about it, people have this, um, they look at you like, oh yeah, like you started last week or something. And I'm like, no, we've been, I've been doing it since 2017. We're like almost 200 episodes in. I kind of dropped that to kind of give them a framework that if it's a weekly show, well, you should know how many weeks are in a year. So you do the math. <laughs> and, you know, they immediately want that. I, I had this conversation and and it really kind of jarred me. But I was like, yeah, I, I can't be the host of your show. Um, it would be my show. So your company has to find somebody to be the host of that show because it's the highest point of voice and tone in your marketing that it's going to go out. Um, and they just kind of looked at me like, well, what? and I don't know if they just didn't hear me or if it was the beer, but they just were like, well, how come we can't do that? <laughs> and I was like, okay, let's back this up a minute. If it's my literal voice, mm-hmm. people will think I bought your company. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a voice actor, so you can't just start using like a Popeye voice. (laughs) Right. I'm just going to get chat GPT to do my next podcast. So (laughs) stay tuned. (laughs) But everybody in marketing will like, they'll latch onto that as if it's a a fix for something without thinking about the strategy. I mean, it's, it's a piece of content, but it's a massive piece of content. Like you alluded to, like sometimes we'll cut it up into smaller micro pieces. I uh, know it's kind of deviating from the notes here, but it's like maybe it does lead into the, the the creativity of it and everything. But 
you know, you have this large piece of content, you're not taking that and just throwing that out on that wall and hoping something sticks. You're looking at it going like, I'll preserve it as a whole, but what can I do to lead up to it? What teasers can I make with it? What can I do to kind of get people excited to see the entirety of this, you know, um, and then use that to benefit the brand and advertise because uh, everything's an ad. So how do we, how do you, how do you do that? Uh, and build, and you talk about building, you know, those processes, which are needed to do that quickly. Um, I, I hope the listeners can take from that, that even though we're saying marketing a lot and it isn't marketing, I do want them to understand processes are so important if you're going to start making content. So, but uh, anyways, I want to kind of give you the floor, kind of tell the listeners where they can find you, how they can contact you and anything else we left out about XOI. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, definitely you can just nothing fancy. You can find me on LinkedIn um, and just, search my name. It's not Slayer. It's not Sawyer like Tom, but it's, yeah, Salyer. So (laughs) S-A-L-Y-E-R. Kind of weird old Eastern Kentucky name. Um, But yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn, connect, obviously other social channels where I'm active. And so, yeah, XOI um, here in Nashville, um, you know, we're we're a growing team kind of scattered across the nation, just looking to you know, really improve um, that quality of service uh, for, you know, traditional kind of trades and skilled industries. Um, so, yeah, I think we covered most of it, but we're, you know, just excited to to have a, a lot of, of new partnerships, um, you know, with, with companies that are really, I think, trying to make an impact to um, on environmental change. Um, and so that's another really exciting element that we can provide to you um, just on the, the ground level each day. So. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up here. I want to thank you for coming on to the show. Uh, John was not able to make it. He got buried in so much stuff. Um, you know, I'll, we'll be able to share later about it. We have, again, it's been a very wild week at Nerd Brand and we're all going to take the weekend to decompress and then regroup on a Monday, um, from it. It it really was something, um, or it could be complete malarkey on the latter. I hope is not the case. (laughs) I will try my best to not make it malarkey. (laughs) Yeah. I'll hurt all the nerds and be like, let's have a great week. Y'all. Yeah, yeah. And we appreciate Michaela for doing that. Couldn't do it without her. Um, and we couldn't make these episodes happen without her either. So thank you, Michaela. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> well, thank you, everybody, for turning into this episode podcast. And I want you to tell you all out there, remember, keep your nerd brand strong. Psst. Did you know everything is an ad? What do you mean? All expressions related to a brand are an ad. You just blew my mind. Yeah, don't let overthought advertising strategies get you down. Just have your why and a budget and leave the rest to the nerds. To chime in on all the latest branding and advertising pointers, listen to the Nerd Brand Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more.